Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chief, some host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. On Thursday, the Chiefs returned to the practice field to continue their preparation for Week 14's matchup against the Denver Broncos. We heard from offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo, special teams coordinator Dave Tobe, and running back Isaiah Pacheco. We'll go in that order, starting with Eric Bieniemy, followed by Steve Spagnuolo. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. Then when we get back, we'll wrap things up with Dave Tobe and Isaiah Pacheco. Here's Eric Bieniemy. Had a tough loss this past weekend, but we got to pick up the pieces, move on. It's Denver Bronco week. With that said, I'm all ears. You know what? I, I think he's done a good job of progressing each and every week. Every week he does something a little bit different. Uh, obviously, what's showing up on tape is that he's running, running extremely hard. Uh, he's doing a heck of a job of moving the chains. We just got to continue to build and grow with him. Um, Travis obviously was disappointed with the fumble. He's not someone who fumbles a lot. It looked like he was doing everything correct on that play. He's a veteran. He probably doesn't need a lot of coaching on that. But how do you approach that with someone of his stature when they have a fumble like that that ends up costing you? Well, the thing about Trav, Trav has been through this, and he understands exactly what you said. He's a veteran player. You know, guys never want to go to an, into a game wanting to fumble in the football. So he was trying to do everything, but he understands that cannot happen. When you're playing in those uh, type of games and that type of atmosphere, you know, the margin of error is so small and so minute that the littlest thing can dictate the outcome of the game. And the thing I took away from all of it, from that experience, is just getting our guys to understand that you never know when something little can have such an impact. So it's important that we're, we're focusing on the little detail aspects of our game. That way now we don't have to worry about that. So we got to take care of the little things. We got to take care of the details. We'll improve. We'll be better. And sometimes you need those type of lessons moving forward to help you to continue to grow in the right way as a, uh, collectively as a group. Well, here's the thing, and as a former player, there's always an ego about you, you know. Hey, I'm the man, I'm the man, I can do this, I can do that. But sometimes you just got to know when to say when, you got to know when to surrender. At the end of the day, just like I discussed with the guys each and every week, the ball is the most important thing, not you. So let's just make sure anytime we're in possession of that football that we're handing it back to the ref after each and every play. The Broncos struggle, haven't won a lot of games, but their defense is still very good. What are the big challenges you guys will have to face? <laughs> every week it starts up front. Those guys are doing a heck of a job, and they're showing up on tape. Uh, every week it starts up front. Their D-line is playing. They're playing hard. They're playing fast. 
Those are two interior guys, the Jones brothers. Uh, they're doing a hell of a job. Browning, uh, number 53. I mean, they, they got some guys. Purcell's doing his thing. The backers, Josie, 47 and 49. And then hell, a secondary, Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, uh, the nickel, number 21. Uh, it's a shame I can't think of his name. And then they got a rookie out there. I think the kid is from Nebraska uh, that's playing. It, they're very good, okay? They show up on tape for all the right reasons. So although they are struggling, they're still the Denver Broncos. They're one of those teams that we know that has a great ideal and feel for what we do. So it's our job to make sure that we're not taking anything for granted. I can care less what their record shows. I do know this. When you look at them defensively, they're playing championship football. And it's our job to make sure that our guys are ready and plugged in. They need to go out and perform. When you get to this point of the season, I mean, obviously they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. But when you're watching them on tape, you're seeing that defense fighting like they're fighting for a playoff spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you got to understand, guys are auditioning for jobs. So anytime the Kansas City Chiefs are coming to town or teams are coming to visit us, it's their Super Bowl. They want to see how they measure up against a team that's had a great deal of success for a number of years. And so we know that we're going to get their best. And so when you know that, it's important that we do not slip. So I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. It's always about the little detail aspects of our game. We got to make sure that we're on top of everything. But we need to go out there and collectively play hard and play fast, but also have a sense of urgency and a sense of purpose in everything that we do by detailing their specific job on that one particular play. What do you think of uh, Colorado as football coach? <laughs> hey, you, I, I've known Prime for a long time. I'm actually very happy and excited for him, you know. But my whole focus is on the Denver Broncos. I know Prime is getting all his attention that he needs <laughs> right now. But he's, I, I think he's going to do a great job. Are you seeing that attitude from him and trying to help him develop that more and more and make plays more and more? And oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's good talk. <laughs> no, it's not true. <laughs> no, it is true. And I'm just bringing the light because he does. he's actually very, very in tune and staying focused on what can he do in the pocket to help him to get better, especially just like I discussed a few weeks ago about our interior three. Those guys do a great job of protecting the depth and giving him an opportunity to step up. But Pat's one of those guys, if something, if he feels something, he's going to find a way to make a play with his feet. And he's, he's dynamic at it. And the thing that you don't want to do, you don't want to encourage him to do it all the time, but you don't want to discourage him from doing it as well. But he's doing a heck of a job of just stepping up in the pocket, playing with poise, and doing what he needs to do. So he's not as old as he thinks. Nah, I mean, what this this is your what five or six? Yeah, I mean he's twenty. <laughs> yeah. What? How how old is Brady? Forty five. Yeah, exactly. So he got a long ways to go. <laughs> I, I wanted to also ask you about Pacheco. When I first met him, he told me football was his favorite. It's the only place you could hit somebody and not get in trouble for it. He. You know, he's got that running back, I'm going to knock you over if you come. Do you see that kind of growing in him, helping him be more successful? Yes. And other teams starting to respect how physical he can be? Well, you know what? I'll say this. 
Greg Lewis is doing a great job with him. I tell you what else is teaching him. Jared McKinnon is doing a great job with him. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is doing a great job with him. You know, Burton is doing a great job with him. All those guys, they talk to each other. They have a great chemistry. They have a great working relationship together. So they're helping him to improve on every aspect of his game. Is he taking heed? Yes, he is. He's listening. He's going out there, and he's learning a lot on his own as well because you can only learn by experience. But he's doing a great job. He's just a physical football player. He's a physical person. And so he has the right attitude and the right mindset to play the position because they know when he's in the backfield, it's 85,000 people, including the other 11 on the other side of the ball, knows that he's going to touch it. And so you have to have that temperament to play physical and to play aggressive. And he has that. Yeah, I think Lucas is chomping at the bit, you know, and I think obviously just like any professional player, they would all tell you, hey, I'm the man, I should be starting right now. But uh, right now those guys are doing a pretty good job up front of taking care of business, uh, although it hasn't been perfect all the time. But, you know, uh, he understands his role, he understands his place, and he understands that the biggest thing right now is making sure if something was to happen that he's mentally and physically prepared to step in when that situation presents itself. So in talking about the O-line and tackles, um, um, Orlando and Wally have been kind of considered giving up the most pressures in the league so far. What's, what's been the process of helping them out along with chips and you know, oh, yeah. O-line? Well, I, I'll say this. Just like I discuss each and every week, because it's not an excuse uh, for those guys, but every week we're going to get everybody's best. And so... Every week is championship football. Those guys know exactly what they're going to be faced. As a coaching staff, we can do a great job, a better job of helping them out as well, knowing that some of the premier pass rushes that they're going to play against. You know, it's just like uh, the kid uh, Browning, number 56. He, this kid was an inside backer. Now he's outside, I mean, wreaking havoc. I mean, number 53, I can't think of his name. But these guys can play. They get after the quarterback. So we got to make sure we're staying in tune and giving them the necessary help. But also, too, those guys know in certain situations that help won't be provided. So they also understand that they can be better in certain situations. But as a coaching staff, we need to be better as well. style in the details what has shown up to where he's been so successful since fumbling against the Jackson You know what? And I'll say this, and it sounds simple. He takes coaching. He listens. Okay? And one thing in this industry, the only way you're going to learn to improve is to go out there and make a mistake. Sometimes <laughs> the best thing that you can do is make a mistake. And so by him having his quote-unquote failures when presented, He's maximized and made the most of it because he's learned from what not to do. And so I think he's a mature kid that's he's doing a great job right now. Knock on wood, I don't want to jinx him. But <laughs> he's doing a great job. Coach Slew is, is, is making sure he's staying fundamentally sound with all the details and all the aspects of the things that he needs to do on the field. But on top of that, making sure that he's taking care of his body the right way. Coach, you, you've had Melvin Ingram out for, not Melvin, 
Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We had anger for a while. <laughs> we have Gordon out for the past week, and understanding that the running back room is healthy, but what, what stands out to you about Melvin that you didn't know before? You, you know what? I'll say this. I don't know if I necessarily didn't know it, but just watching him, he's the ultimate professional. It's the reason why he's had the success that he's had. Obviously, he had a tough year this year, and sometimes it happens. But sometimes without any bad luck, you wouldn't have any good luck at all. And he's happy to be here. I'm glad that he's here. He's had an opportunity to, to, to watch our guys work. He has a great deal of respect for what we're doing and how we're doing it. And he's just making the most of every opportunity. He's not uh, complaining about anything. He just wants to know what he needs to do. And the thing that we, start, uh, we talked about on day one is just making sure he's busting his tail when he's out there. And he's doing a great job of it. He's a professional. You guys take care. Thank you. Uh, I don't have much. I don't really have anything to say. We're getting ready to play the next opponent. So with that, I'll open it up. Coach, tell me about Russell Wilson. I mean, great quarterback. For some reason, the system he's in isn't bringing out his best. But how do you view him? What do you see on tape? Yeah, he, um, listen, we, we're always digging into all of it, right? And there's enough, I think there's enough really good plays on there for us to be concerned about another quarterback that, can play really good. I think he's really good at throwing the deep ball. I know he wants to throw it. I think it's something we got to be concerned about. Uh, it's something we can't allow. You know, when we limit explosive pass plays, usually uh, points allowed turns out pretty good. So we got a great deal of respect for the player that we know he is. Coach, I know you're always forward looking, but just quickly on Cincinnati, you guys have been really good at, at getting to the quarterback, and it seems like they've got a knack for preventing that from happening for whatever reason. What have you been seeing that, that Cincinnati prevents you guys from actually getting that? Yeah, listen, uh, I thought that quarterback beat us with his brain, with his arm, and with his feet. I told the guys that on Tuesday. Uh, the brain part's on me. Arms and feet's on all of us. But getting to the feet part of it, I just think he's really good. You know, when you had those few moments where we had kind of shots at him, he found a way out of it. He made it really tough. Made it really that, tough. That, that last touchdown that the Bengals had was kind of tricky. They had Chase in the backfield, and, and they hurried up to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, up, yeah, out yeah. Is there a mechanism for, for that when a team does that, to, to try and make that quick recognition? About what yeah, listen, I'll give them a lot of credit. They had, we had not seen. That was something that they had not done. They obviously were doing it because they were given a formation where they were probably trying to disguise where he was and uh, try to get him the ball. Uh, and it happened quick. We had a call that was a little bit tougher to get executed when they go fast, and my hat's off. They, they picked the right play at the right time. There's an empty spot right now on the defensive line. If Brandon Williams is the guy that's pulled up in time for the Broncos, what, what's, what has stand out, stood out to you over the last week with him in town? Yeah, Brandon brings a lot of energy. I mean, him and Joe know each other really well <clears throat> from their Baltimore years. I was actually with Brandon his rookie year in Baltimore. So I, I knew him as a rookie. They, they changed quite a bit from their first year in the league. to, And that's interesting. I've had other guys that I've had young and then Years go by, and then I'm, I'm with them again, and they're just different people. Um, but he, look, he's a, he's a big, strong guy. We'll see where we're at. I mean, it's, it's only been two days. Yesterday, we didn't even have helmets on, so it's going to take a little while to kind of sift through it. Coach, you haven't been a part of this long streak entirely with like, the Chiefs beating the Broncos, but you've been in the league for a long time. What's it like to be on either side of a long streak against a, a divisional opponent? Yeah, it's interesting. I can remember those kind of streaks in the NFC East. Um, one when I was at Philly with New York, and then when I was flipped. Um, it, it's interesting. It's streaky. I, I don't know why that is. Um, 
I'm not a gambler, but I once had somebody tell me that when it was so far one way, gamble the other way because eventually it's got to happen. I hope that doesn't happen. Um, I, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't put too much thought into it because it's always the next game. And there's nothing, there's nothing that happened in the prior, is it 13? There's nothing that, uh, in the 13 prior games that's going to help us in this one. You know, it's different people. So I, 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 don't, put, I don't, don't put a lot of thought into it. I know getting a fast start for a defense and for a team is always important. Yeah. Is it going to be even more important this week facing a team that's really struggled and has been kicked down? Yeah, the- and I always think we always talk about when we go into a, an opponent's stadium de- from a defensive standpoint. You know, there's a surge early. It's it's the crowd, it's the excitement. You know, the, the players on the opposing team, they're home. There's some energy there, and we're always talking about having su- to survive that and then thrive in it. And if you don't do that, to your point, early, uh, it can make it really tough as you go. And, again, I've talked about this before, but the first and last series of each half to us are four of the most important series in the game. And the one you're talking about is the first time they come out there. I see Willie has been in a lot, but he's subbing uh, Darius a little bit more. What, what are you guys trying to accomplish, Darius? What, uh, Darius, in my opinion, when he played when Willie was out, played some good football for us. And I, I talked with Willie about this yesterday. Um, Guys that do that deserve to get some playing time, and at some point down the stretch here, we're going to need pieces to change. You know, Brian Cook had to go in when Juan was injured, and Brian Cook had played some downs prior to that. I just believe in getting guys ready. It's not a reflection on Willie. It's probably more of a compliment to Darius than anything else. Anybody else? Oh, how about that? That was pretty good. Kit Harrison missed at the fourth quarter. How's he doing, like, mentally? Does he ever kind of get in his head and try to tweak on things? Or is he his confidence He's, where it needs to be? Yeah, his confidence is where it needs to be. He just, you know, every every kick and in, in, in every time and every quarter, every time the quarter changes, he's thinking about, you know, where he's going to be and where he's going to play the ball and stuff like that in different positions of the field. He, he's thinking about that constantly. So uh, he just didn't he just didn't get the draw on the ball like he normally does. He kind of just stayed out there, and he's got, he normally has a draw on his kick, and it just, he just didn't hit it solid. For him, uh, that's why he missed it. When you're determining the lane for the next game, is it um, you go to the previous kick, or is it simply you wash it and go right to warm-ups and just say? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's always the warm-ups because you never know what you're going to get, the yeah. elements and stuff. So it's it's day to day. I mean, you know, like this week we're in Denver. I mean, the altitude is going to be a factor, so uh, he might have a little bit more of a range this week. So uh, you have to adjust every every week is is different. Is it like a home run in Arizona? They can hit him out farther because of the dry air. Sure. Is that with altitude yep. in football? Yep, that's exactly right up there. Uh, it seems like a, the ball carries another five yards. I mean, it's usually what I usually say, and it, it kind of holds true. Dan, in terms of special teams splash plays, I know we're getting Pacheco here in a little bit, but he's had a couple now. Do um, you feel like he's maybe the rookie that's made probably the most progress on special teams uh, so far? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, because well, he has the ball in his hand, you know. I mean, he's the one that's most noticeable. Um, but other guys like like Jack Cochran has really gotten gotten much much better. He's a guy that is really playing at a high level. Leo Chanel really really playing great. Cook just keeps getting better. I mean those rookies are all. I mean those are four phase guys that are playing every down for me, and they just keep getting better and better each week. And uh, you know when when guys like Pacheco makes plays, you know make the big plays, that, that means those guys are doing their job. So uh, it all works hand in hand. How many yards? I say five yards. Yeah, I'd say five yards. I, you know, it kind of holds true.
I know Harrison's the no excuses kind of guy, but the, it looked like the snap on that kick was a little bit low too on the field goal try. Snap was a little low. Did that have any impact on the angle and everything? I don't think so. I think you know snap was low. Tommy did an outstanding job catching, excuse me, catching catching the ball and then getting it down. Number one on the spot, and then the, he had the laces. He had to spin the laces at the last second. It was a it was really it ended up being a perfect hole. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, Bucker sees that the ball is low, so he sees that before he goes and. And he's counting on, he's counting on Tommy to clean it up and get it down, which he did. And now, now, you know, Parker just has to make the kick. What, uh, so, what do you expect out of the Broncos special teams? Are they a solid unit? Yeah, they're a solid unit. Uh, you know, uh, they got a really good uh, punt returner. I mean, I really, really very impressed with him. You know, he's a rookie, and uh, you know, he's hard to tackle. I mean, he's he's got a lot of courage. He catches the ball in the crowd, and he's a spinner, and uh, he's just uh, really good after the catch. So. You know, he does kickoff returns too, so he's a guy we have to deal with. When you can, I know we ask you this question a lot, especially when you get up to Denver, you get you can always have the touchbacks. Um, is this one of those weeks where you don't want to maybe want to kick it deep all the way, or you do want to kick it deep? Yeah, I mean, you change it up week to week. I mean, uh, situation situation uh, in the game. You know, if you're leading, you're not going to necessarily put your team at risk, but if you are trying to make a play, you might kick it to them and try to get a turnover, maybe force them to. Uh, have a holding call, or you know, you're, it's all about field position. When you feel like you can create field position, you want to try to do that, and you need to, you do it. It was a, you guys had a short kickoff this last week, right after the penalty. Yep. It didn't look like it was quite as deep as you wanted. Was that executed about right? Yeah, we wanted a little deeper. You're right. You're totally right on that. Uh, you know, on that kick when we have a holder, you know, where we can take advantage of a holder leaning the ball back, we're trying to, you know, kind of rocket that ball really as high as we can and deeper. Uh, we didn't get it as deep as we wanted. The hang time was pretty good, but it's not as deep as we'd like. Thanks, Coach. Yep. Thank you. What have you heard about this division opponent that this team has been so successful against? Um, definitely a great uh, opponent. Um, you know, we want to go down there and compete, uh, get back on track, and, you know, just looking forward to it this week. Um, you know, day in and day out, um, it's all that practice. Uh, you know, just continuously, uh, you know, just getting comfortable behind the guys and continuously building. Um, you know, days like this, and uh, when we lose and we come back and you know, see uh, who's really uh, ready to work. Isaiah Coach was saying that one of your biggest strong suits is that you're coachable. Where'd you learn that? I mean, is that something a characteristic that you've always had, or maybe something that you've maybe developed? Yes, you know, as uh, as a kid, you know, growing up with uh, great parents, my mom, my dad, uh, you know, always taught me to be respectful and, and be a leader. And for me, um, being a leader in high school as a captain, elected as a captain as a freshman, um, you know, meant a lot to me. And, you know, that, that speaks for itself as a freshman, as a captain, all four years in high school. And then go to college and be a captain, you know, it, it speaks for itself. For me, just uh, carry over the same mindset and, and, and continue to be a leader on this team uh, would definitely help us. So what have you learned as you've been coached and now as, as you've been playing more? What are things you're doing now that maybe earlier in the year you really weren't aware of? Um, you know, just, just taking those little things, uh, those points from the game, uh, just detailing points of the game where I felt as though I could have been better or I could have, you know, uh, chipped this guy or gotten to the flat better. So just taking uh, the details and pinning them down um, in the classroom, well, upstairs in the meeting rooms, and then when it comes to practice, uh, being able to execute it.
You studied film a lot? Yes, ma'am. So what do you think of this Denver Bronco defense? Even though they don't have a great record, what can you do against them? Um, you know, I, I let the, the ball speak, but I, I, well, one thing I'll say, they cover ground and they fly around, uh, so we got to be uh, ready to, to roll from the start. But he also mentioned your willingness to listen to veterans. You, know, you pointed out how you listened to McKinnon, uh, Clyde Edwards, and Larry. You've had another guy here over the last week, Melvin Gordon, who's an eight-year vet. How much have you picking his brain, or has he kind of like taken you aside and said, hey, this is what you need to do as a professional? Um, day in and day out, you know, I just watch, and... Um, you know, he's just professional. Uh, he takes care of his body, and, and you know, those are things I'm picking up from him. Um, you know, just, just those little things, taking care of the body, staying on it. He made this far uh, in this game. is very hard to do that. So, you know, just looking at those older guys that are able to do it, and for me, just continues to picking up uh, little details from them to help me in the long run. I don't know, I don't know if anybody's asked you this yet, but they've given you the ball more in the red zone. you scored a touchdown in the last two games. Just how much do you feel like you're – impact your value may be important for the offense when you get closer to the goal line? Um, for me, um, whenever my number's caught, I'm, I'm ready to roll. doesn't matter where uh, we're at, we're on the field. Um, as long as we're on the same page and we're all on the same mission, uh, we can get the goal accomplished. What, what, I guess what, um, what do you like the most from your touchdown run against the Bengals? Because it was an eight-yard run, but obviously you bounced off guys, got into the end zone. Just what did you, I guess, were most pleased by when you, when you watched that play? Um, for me, it was a strain on the O line. Um, they strained uh, all the way through the play, and until I was in the end zone, you see guys letting guys go off their block. So, uh, for me, taking uh, the strain and the finish from that play and uh, can build off of that. Speaking of parents, can you explain the pop nickname where you got it from? Uh, my dad says uh, I grew up with it uh, just growing up. That was my nickname for me uh, as a younger guy uh, playing in midgets. I uh, hit a football player. I was on defense growing up. I hit a quarterback and uh, knocked him out. I don't want to say it like that was crazy, but yeah, then uh, the ambulance came and I hear my big bro in the uh, stance and uh, rest in peace, my other brother, he was like, uh, Pop, yeah, Pop, yeah, Pop. So for me, that always just sticks with me and, uh, you know, it just reminds get have that little sense of reminder of uh, my brother's there with me. So people have mentioned the sound nature of Pop. That is. Where, where it traces to, right? Yeah, it traces there, yo. So when did you decide, hey, I like offense better than defense? Um, when I was in uh, high school, um, I just loved scoring touchdowns. And um, for me, it was just wherever I was able to play uh, to help the team, uh, I was with it. But, you know, scoring touchdowns, I was able to do it from both sides of the field, so I was pleased with the game. Are you used to hearing pop from the stands growing up? Yeah, yep. Yep. Okay, guys. Thanks, Evan. Yep. Thank you. Thank you.